amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the wicked quick sports betting podcast. I am Jimmy Brown, and despite all the snow, the show must go on if you're snowed in or just looking for great sports betting information on the biggest events, you have come to the right place. Chasing Ball Game is brought to you by top-rated online sportsbook, mybookie.ag, the official sports betting site of the Chasers and the Chasing Ball Game podcast. Let's get to the breakdown today because I have a ton of stuff going on, and I'm going to start with college basketball. And if you're not fired up about college hoops yet, you will be today. I'm going to break down a team to watch that could win it all and has plenty of value at the betting window And I'll break down tonight's big game featuring North Carolina and Duke and add a bonus pick because I really like the card for tonight. Then I'm going to bounce over to Betting the Buckets, the NBA segment of the show, and I got Beyond the Box Score. I'm going to break down the Knicks' latest problems and explain to you exactly why Phil Jackson is still a genius. And then I'm going to give you a calendar crunch or two to watch before the All-Star break and try to stay hot at the betting window as I offer up another pick against the spread in the association for tonight. Finally, I'm not done with the NFL, and today I'm going to break down the Cleveland Browns and give you a reason to bet on football now, although the next game is about six months away. Chasing ball game, as always, blazing quick with more than one pick, so let's get started, and we're going to get started with college basketball. March Madness is here. I know it's February, I know it's early February, but March Madness is here. The latest games have been fantastic, and they're only going to get better. We have great conference play. We have teams on the bubble trying to get into the big dance. And if you're betting on college basketball at this time of year, those bubble teams have to be the few that you need to watch down the stretch because of everything that is on the line. Before I get to the pick for the big games tonight, I wanted to point out one team that is not getting any love, but they should, and that team is the Oregon Ducks. First of all, the West Coast, East Coast bias, and look, I'm on the East Coast, and so people who come to me and say West Coast, East Coast bias, especially when it comes to football or whatever, I'm always like, ah, whatever, but it's real. It's real, and and unless you're uh, not on the West Coast or haven't paid attention to teams on the West Coast, you might not notice a team like the Oregon Ducks. You probably noticed them now because they throttled fifth-ranked Arizona the other night and made it look easy. Um, so now they've kind of jumped up to that national prominence, if you will. Look, they have 10 wins on the season. They're surely going to go to the big dance. They have Dylan, Dylan Brooks back in the lineup. Um, the games they've lost, they lost without him his first game back and then won on the road. But Oregon, they're one of 10 major conference teams with five players averaging 10 points per game. They average 7.3 blocks per game and block 19.4% of, bo- of opponent shots. Both of those are best in the nation. And if you ask me, if you're going to bet on a team to win at all, you need a team that plays great defense. Look, Oregon allows 93.6 points per 100 process- per possession, excuse me, the best defensive efficiency in the Pac-12 and 12th in the nation. And they're even better than that. They turn the ball over just 13 times a game. They shoot 48% from the floor. So with good defense and Dylan Brooks, because, look, you need a primetime player, if you would, 
to win in the big dance because there's going to be a time where all the teams get challenged in the big dance and you need a guy like Dylan Brooks to step up. But he's not the whole story. That's what I like about it. So even on offense, they can spread the ball around. I mentioned the five guys averaging double figures. So good on offense, good on defense, get a primetime player. They're a team flying under the radar. And that's why their odds right now are 13-1 to to win the title. To me, if you want some value, you can't ignore Oregon at that price because it's pretty impressive. So, But before you run to the betting window to take the Oregon Ducks to win the 2017 College Basketball National Championship, hang on a second. Why? Well, let's get to the picks because I'm giving you two tonight, not just one, and they're two of the biggest games tonight. First, the reason I want you to wait on betting the Ducks is because I think they lose to UCLA tonight. It's harder to win on the road. They've already proved that, the Ducks, that is. Plus, they're getting all the hype after that big win against Arizona because it was so easy, and Arizona was a nationally ranked program, a highly nationally ranked program. So the Ducks right now are getting all the eyes. They're getting a lot of value, and that's why – this line should stand out to you. The Bruins are four-and-a-half-point home favorites. The Bruins are coming off a home loss. The Ducks are coming off the biggest win of the season, in my opinion. So there's going to be letdown. The home team, 5-1 and one against spread in the last six meetings. Bruins are 12-3 and three against spread in the last 15 home games against a team with a winning road record. To me, this is just a perfect example of how people are buying in on the Ducks with a line and in a location where they probably shouldn't be. So UCLA wins tonight. They cover the number. The Ducks come back down to earth. And in turn, you're going to get better value at the betting window when it comes to taking them to win the national championships. So you got to put all those pieces together. And that's what not only makes me on UCLA tonight, but makes me want to wait on Oregon to win the national title. And I'm not saying I'm taking them to win the national title. I'm saying if you like them, and I like Oregon, I think they're a good team, now you can get the value um, on this team because, of course, I want to wait to see the brackets come out and see where everybody gets seated. But there's another big game tonight, and you're going to hear all about it because Duke versus North Carolina gets a ton of hype each and every time they take to the court, and they should. It's it's a great rivalry. To me, it's the best rivalry in college basketball. And tonight, I'm going to side with the Blue Devils, minus two. I know, two favorites. I'm taking two favorites. I'm a dog player for those of you who have listened uh, to the podcast, and I appreciate you if you have. You've noticed I've taken a lot of underdogs, but not tonight. Tonight, I'm going to go after two favorites. Uh, look, the Tar Heels, they're one of the best teams in the country. They've won nine of their past ten games since losing Georgia Tech in what was the ACC opener. They average 1.16 points per possession in games against the ACC, and they're number one in the nation in that category. Plus, they lead the nation offensive rebounding, which means they get second shots. So why am I Duke? Well, to me, this is the kind of game Duke needs to win if they want to be considered a national title contender. They're at home. They're healthy. Coach K is back on the lineup. And Duke can score. Look, they're averaging 82.5 points per game. Odd pace to be the highest scoring average for a Duke team since 2007-2008 when they averaged 83 points a game. Coach K back on the sideline. Big game for Duke where they really need to pull off the win. And they get it. Give me Duke minus two again in this big game tonight. So Duke and UCLA, my college picks for tonight. Now moving on to the NBA. Before I get into betting the buckets, I want to talk about mybookie.ag. As you guys know, that is where I bet, and that is where I think you should bet as well. I would not suggest the sportsbook that I don't personally bet at, and I bet on them for many reasons, but the biggest reasons is they pay. 
when you bet on a sports book, you want to make sure they pay. And at mybookie.ag, not only do they pay, but they pay quickly and they do it any way you want it. They're a great sports betting site, great management team, great customer service, whether you're a new better or you've bet at plenty of off uh, offshore online sites, mybookie.ag is the place to play. You sign up now, use the promo code CHASER. Tell them you're a chaser. Then you're going to get an exclusive 100% bonus up to $3,000 to bet on basketball. All right, let's get to betting the buckets. How can I not start without talking about the Knicks? And Oakley blew up on the sideline, got arrested, and and to me, that's not even the story. The story is still about Phil Jackson. And and the reason I say that is because everything I'm reading uh, online, whether it be social media articles, is that Phil Jackson is gone out of his mind. People don't understand what he's doing. He's basically burying the Knicks. Uh, watering down Carmelo's trade value, which I've talked about too. But the more I think about it, the more I realize that Phil Jackson just may be the genius we know he is. Think about this. At the end of the year, Phil Jackson has an opt-out. So do the Knicks. So what he's doing essentially, are the Knicks going to be forced into a rebuilding mode? No, they were going to rebuild already. Should they trade Carmelo Anthony? Absolutely. So why not trade him for youngsters, picks, whatever you're going to do, and build this team? Phil Jackson won't be with the Knicks at the end of the season, but why not force the Knicks management to get rid of Phil Jackson instead of Phil Jackson running away or quitting? If Phil Jackson quits, it looks like he destroyed the Knicks and took off. But if Phil Jackson forces the hand of the ownerships, and they make him opt out. Not only look, and I haven't looked in details in the contract or the opt out opt outs. I've reached out to a few people on Twitter. I haven't heard back from them yet. But if he forces management to opt out, my guess is he's going to get a little something for it. Not only that, but then it's going to look like the Knicks parted ways with Phil Jackson. And truth be told, the Knicks ownership has not always uh, had rave reviews. But when I start hearing other ex- executives in the league talking about how poison poisonous the Phil Jackson Carmelo Anthony feud is, well, to me that. that it's inevitable that other owners will talk to the Knicks and say, man, you got to get rid of this guy. So it makes sense. And for those of you that think Phil Jackson won't be in the NBA again if he doesn't want to be, you're out of your mind. Sure, now that him and Jeannie Buss aren't doing their thing, maybe he doesn't go to the Lakers. But you're telling me if you're the Sacramento Kings, you wouldn't take Phil Jackson in your front office? Yeah, you would. Now, I, I doubt Phil Jackson goes to Sacramento, but don't say he won't be in the NBA. First of all, he could be it. He could also still work in the booth if he wanted to, if you would, or I should say on the sidelines, if he wanted to commentate on NFL or NBA games, if he wanted to work in a studio, they'd take him. So I think this is actually a genius move by Phil Jackson because he doesn't want to be with the Knicks anymore. So why not bring them down to their knees before he leaves and then get some extra cash on the way out the door? If not, he opts in and gets more money and keeps working on it and he rebuilds with a young team and takes a chance on rebuilding the Knicks again this year. I think either way it's a win-win for Phil Jackson. But as always, I like to bring um, betting into it because I don't like to talk about the normal stories you're going to hear everywhere else, which you will with the Phil Jackson story. So my betting spin, if you will, is the fact that the Knicks have given up on the season. And now instantly you think, yep, they've given up on the season. We're going to bet against them anytime we can. Uh, I think the opposite is true. I think, in fact, you're going to bet against the Knicks a lot. The public will, that the line will start to build. The point spread will start to build. And I actually think there will be times where you can get the Knicks in a better situation to bet on them. So that's what I'm going to look out for. And that's what I think you should look out for when you are um, looking to bet on the NBA. But let's get to beyond the box score. Beyond the box score is simple. I look back at a game and dig some stuff out of it that we can use in the future. And I'm looking back on the Warrior, the Warriors and the Bulls. 
look, uh, the Warriors won easily. The Bulls were incredibly shorthanded. I, I've read, I watched the game, watched highlights of the game, and I've heard everything from valiant effort from the Bulls, but they were just outmanned. Um, but I, I really think you have to consider a lot about the Golden State Warriors in this game and how their point spreads are so on point this year. Consider this, Golden State scored 100 more points in each of its last 53 home games. That's a huge long streak. The Warriors have won eight games by margins of 30 or more points this season. They don't lose back-to-back games. The Warriors haven't lost consecutive regular season games since 2015. Uh, it was the Warriors' eighth win following a loss this season and 18th in a row overall since 2015. All those good stats for the Golden State Warriors, but at the betting window, if you took Golden State every game this year, 24-26 and 26 against the spread. That tells you just how in tune the odds makers are with Golden State Warriors line. So you have to be careful. You have to make sure you're taking them in the right spot. Like, for example, last night, the place to take them probably would have been in the first half, right? Golden State realizes they have some other games on deck, and they realize they've got to they had to get rid of the Bulls early and often so they could give some of their players some rest, and they did they did that exactly. Uh, they were up by 14 at the half, which would have covered your number. And, and I really think it's something that you want to pay attention to if you're going to be betting on the Warriors. you got to find different ways to bet on the Warriors because if you don't catch them at the right way the right time, the odds makers have that line so sharp you're going to get cut. Let's get over to the calendar crunch. Again, I've said this all this week. I'm going to keep pounding it until it happens. The All-Star break is coming February 17th to February 22nd. Make sure you take some time off. Get your second wind as we head into the second half of the season. We do still have a few crunches before the break. If you've not paid attention to the national headlines out there, the Cavs could be playing with a shorthanded lineup tonight. Iman Shumper won't be in the lineup against the Thunder. And everything I'm reading, Tyron Lou will rest or is probably, quote-unquote, probably going to rest the big three tonight. Makes sense. Last game on a four-game road trip for the Cavs, plus three games and four nights, which is why, to me, you really want to be in touch with the calendar crunch. If you don't know this about teams, you can easily bet on the Cavs, especially because the latest line I'm seeing, Thunder minus one, minus two, which means Cavs plus two points. Everybody's going to go running to that line. But if you don't know better, it's going to cost you. Another team is the Utah Jazz. They're going to be playing their third game in four nights and all on the road when they make the trip to Dallas. Uh, the crunches, Mavericks are in the same crunch, by the way, three and four, but they're at home. To me, the crunches are worse for a team like the Jazz because they play tough defense. And when you play tough defense, you have to be physical. And when you're physical, it's harder to do that when you are tired. So to me, it's tougher for a team like the Jazz to be in the crunch, not only because of the road games they've been playing, but they'll be on the road for this one. And, of course, I've always been talking about the Indiana Pacers for the break because they have the worst crunch playing five games, seven nights, and they're already sloppy giving up 132 points to the Cavs and a loss in the opener of this stretch. So always keep an eye on the calendar so you do not get crunched. But now on to the pick. After winning the Timberwolves pick last night, by the way, they were magical from the free throw line. Keep that in mind for the future because I think that's important. But I'm on a winning streak. I'm cashing cashing in like crazy at the betting window in the NBA, and I got another one for tonight, but hold your nose because it's stinky. Give me the Sixers. Plus six and a half over the Orlando Magic. I almost took the Hornets at home over the Houston Rockets, but to me, this one was too good to pass up. This is an Orlando team that lost 16 of 21 games. They've not won consecutive games since just after Christmas. Uh, they're giving up boatloads of points. Magic, uh, they found out Aaron Gordon, who left the last game, he's dealing with a bone bruise. He probably won't play. That includes Jody Meeks won't play. They'll have Jeff Green back, who left uh, for the birth of his child. Uh, on the other side, Sixers will be without Embiid, but they're used to that. And plus, they have depth at the position. 
I mean, they're a better team when he's playing, but they're okay when he doesn't. Not to mention that Okafor is really playing to be traded. He's trying to showcase his skills for other teams that may want him. Uh, rumored to go to New Orleans and some other teams, but he's playing right now. It's hard out. He had 20 points and 8 boards against the Spurs. Magic, 2-6 and six against the spread in their last 8 home games. 2-6 and six against the spread in their last 8 games after allowing more than 125 points. And 2-8-1 two two, and one against the spread in the last 11 home games against the team with a losing record. Just look, just too many points for a team that is as bad as the Orlando Magic. Give me the Sixers, plus 6, plus 6.5. Six they may win this game outright as the Magic are going to limp to the All-Star break. My pick for tonight in the NBA, the Orlando Magic will lose. Take the Sixers plus six points. All right, let's get to the NFL. I know what you're thinking. NFL, we don't have a game for six months. How come you're talking about the NFL? First of all, it's king, and I'm going to talk about the NFL as much as I possibly can, but I'm going to talk more about the Cleveland Browns and why the Browns are a value bet right now. That's right, right now. First of all, mybookie.ag, go check them out. They have a, um, a NFL specials bet on the Browns. How many games will the Browns win in the regular season, 2017, 2018? That's the regular season coming up. Um, you have all sorts of options. You can have the Browns to not win a game and get about 3-1. to one. Browns with one win, which is a favorite right now at 2-1. to one. And really, that's only the favorite because that's really where they were last year and probably have been for a long time. But Browns at two wins, three to one, three wins, six and a half to one, four wins, five and a half to one, or five or more wins at about five to one. I'm telling you right now, I'm not only taking it, I've already booked it. Give me the Cleveland Browns with five or more wins at five to one for this year. So why? Well, first of all, they finally have consistency at the head coaching spot. This is a team that has not had consistency, and I don't mean they haven't had a head coach for more than one year, but to me, if you can survive a year like they did last year, and Hugh Jackson did just that, not only did he do that, but he got the team to buy into him when they weren't winning. They loved him. He's a player's coach. The ownership's invested in him. They've kept him around. That's good because now you are stable with ownership, if you will, and you're stable at the head coaching position. That's what you need when you try to bring in free agents. It's not always to bring a, It's not easy to bring a free agent to Cleveland, but they got money, and they're committed to the head coach. That's good. They've already made moves to bolster their defense. Jamie Collins got a big deal. They have a solid running game from a season ago, 19th in the league. I know that's not the best number, but for the Cleveland Browns, that's a good thing. And they have a good stable of running backs back there. The question, as always, with the Cleveland Browns, quarterbacks. Obviously, they parted ways with McCown. They've got RG3 who gets hurt all the time. They've been connected to Jimmy Garoppolo, Tyrod Taylor, because they brought in uh, the Buffalo Bills quarterback coach. And the Browns, more importantly, have two picks in the top 12 in the NFL draft. So that means not only can they get a quarterback for now and a free agent or RG3 or whoever, but one for the future. And they can use that other pick, whether it be to trade or to bolster their defense. So they're going to get better on defense. They're going to get a quarterback, whether they play him now or play him in the future. And they're going to be solid enough to win football games this year. After last year, nobody's going to pay attention to him. That's why I think you bet on this team now. And that's why I think five or more wins has some serious value here. Because when they go to the NFL draft, if they grab a guy like Deshaun Watson, they're going to get hyped. They're going to start getting a little bit of love. If they go out and nab a free agent, or if they go out and make a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, they're going to get some love. People are going to start buying into the Browns. Nobody's going to pick them to win the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. 
but they're going to pick them to get some wins. And to me, this NFL special at mybookie.ag may not be there for long. It may be taken down when the Browns start making some moves, and I do not want you to miss out. So get on it now. I'm taking it. Give me the Browns over five wins or at least five wins because it's five wins or more. And I'll take the five wins for the Cleveland Browns this year. That will do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for stopping by and hanging out. I know your time is important. That's why we try to make this podcast not only quick but loaded with great information. You can catch us on Blog Talk Radio or you can find us on iTunes. Join the fun and become a chaser. A chaser is a fan of the show that follows me on Twitter at Chasing Ball Game and shares some information. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's opinion. I don't care if it's fact. I don't care if you're a fan of a team and you, you tell me I'm crazy. I don't care. Whatever you want to post, I'll share it right here because that's where I get my information to share on the show just by doing some solid research. And I love to give credit, especially to the fans, because nobody knows sports better than the fans. So make sure you hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at Chasing Ball Game, just like the latest chasers who have followed or shared information like Talking Ventures, Football 120, and Darren Brass. Welcome to the chase. It's your turn now to share some love and help build this community of sports betting fans that we have built over the last two weeks or so. so. This show is only going to get better. Trust me on that. And please come back on Friday where I have a boatload of basketball betting information for the weekend of both college basketball and NBA. And I'm not done yet. I'm going to talk the NFL draft. I'm hopping right in the draft and tell you where I think there's some value in the best places you can bet on the NFL draft. Until then, win big at the betting window and keep on chasing. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.